Talking Shit with Hannah Crowell, part two, continued. The other thing we have in common is we both held a pretty funny variety of jobs, sometimes some of them very unseemly, and some of them for only an hour or two, well, at least in my case. <laughs> I have several for only an hour or two. We had, we had exchanged a few stories, and then you go, have you ever been fired? And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Is the Pope Catholic? Yes. I have a list of at least 12 jobs in front of me. I wrote down, I have, I have five, because I just went with my real best one. <laughs> All right, lay one on me. Um, oh, God, which one do I want to start with? Okay, I, okay, I'll start with this one. When I was 19, I moved to Boston. It was, like, just for a summer. And I, like, responded to some ads for nannies and maids, which... <laughs> First of all, like, na- I I always nannied when I was in high school and stuff like that. But, like, the maid part is not a great fit for me. Really? Uh, <laughs> I know. Shocking. Um, so I, the first one I went to was, I don't, I don't think I knew what a hostel was. Like, I'm actually positive I had no clue what a hostel was. Because when I got there, I was like, oh, no, no, this is not. <laughs> and it was a made for a hostel. I'm like, wait, why are all these people in here? <laughs> and I'm why like, are they so gross? I was like, you want me to do what with their sheets? And that one, like, I literally got there and then I left. So then I had another one where I thought it was going to be a nanny job. And they just wanted, like, some light housework. And I was like, okay, whatever, I can do that. So they're like, well, our daughter um, really has some special needs. And I'm like, cool, I can do that. And I'm like, but, like, what are we, like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, she has, like, really bad seizures. And she oh doesn't. Oh, my God. I know. That's and, not special needs. Oh, no. And she doesn't, like, she just can't talk at all. And I was like, well, that actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> like, I don't have, we don't have to talk. We're, this is okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is my dream job. I was like, so she'll just sit there and watch I'll TV. Just and put I put a piece of like, leather in her mouth. What? <laughs> Like I can you just get a like, belt. <laughs> well, oh no. So I was did that job one day. So I had like dusted up the house or whatever, and the kid literally just like watched TV or like colored all day. I'm like, this is great. So the mom had gone somewhere, and the dad was upstairs. Thank God. And so I was like, went into her bedroom, and I was exhausted because. <laughs> That dusting <laughs> killed me. I was so tired. And I was like, hey, why don't I'll just lie down on your bed for a minute and you put on that circus video right there. And so she and puts don't in tip over. <laughs> So she puts in the circus video and you know, there's like this whole circus thing going on. And she goes and she climbs up on this little stool and I was like, Oh, is she gonna be an elephant? Because, like, I think this elephant was on the stool and the thing. And she goes down to, like, touch her toes. And I think it's going to be, like, an elephant trunk. Like, you know. Yeah. That, I don't know if that's what elephants sound like. But. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Like that. That's good. I'm so, so nervous. <laughs> uh, then she just flips off the chair and starts having a grand mal seizure. No. And I was like, holy motherfucker. So I thank God her dad was there. So I run up there. Thank God you were like, awake. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Because I was about what kind to of like. parents are these? <laughs> Who leaves their. Awful. That's crazy. So I was like, okay, 
so he comes down. He was like, oh, it's okay. I got this under control. And I was like, okay, I thought she was being an elephant. And he goes, oh, no, that's called a jackknife seizure. And I was like, okay, you tell somebody. <laughs> that's you tell. one of the things in the job description. That is an important part of that job description. So I got my money, and I went home, and I was like, never again. And That's I, crazy. I did my classic that I did every time I quit a job where I was like... <laughs> I would either, like, either somebody had just died in my family, or I found out that I had a terrible illness. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch her disease? Is that what you told me? <laughs> I, craziest thing. I, I had a jackknife seizure. It was so weird. I never had one before. <laughs> so that was contagious, and you're lucky I'm not going to sue you, and I'm not coming back. You're welcome. So that was, that was one of my... That's crazy. It's like, okay, really easy job. I want you just to, like, you know tidy up a little just you know dry the dishes and change uh my kid's catheter <laughs> yes. and i'll be at the tennis club i know that's fucking crazy it yes that was that was a but, <laughs> so, but i have i have but you know that's just the tip of the iceberg <laughs> that's a little baby one that's this freshman year mm-hmm. let me have it no you go to one now all right let me see if i gotta i don't know if, i don't have anything with kids thank god except when i was a counselor at sleepaway camp and I was the worst counselor because I just wanted to have fun. You're like smoking joints back behind the... <laughs> Please. Find the owner of the camp once introduced me to my bunk. <laughs> He's like, you are never with them. <laughs> and, you know, some of them were so annoying and I probably... Oh, my God. As I'm saying it, I'm realizing Tess that, is being punished for, right. for my sins. Fuck. Now your daughter is... Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Shit, motherfucker. Um, I was, Stephanie and I drove out to the Hamptons. She was, every time I got in trouble, she was next to me. We drove out to the Hamptons, like some summer in college, and uh, someone we knew from somewhere uh, told us they were hiring waitresses at this um, French place on the water in Sag Harbor. So we show up, and the boss was adorable and French. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. He didn't care. So he gives us jobs. I start dating him quickly. As one does. As I needed to. And I also was a terrible waitress. Really bad waitress. And we dated for like two months because that was the summer. And then I was done. But I would say halfway through, he demoted me to bus girl. (laughs) You but know you that joke, like kept sleeping right? With oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> you know that joke, like who do I got to sleep with to get a better, you know, get a raise? Right. I actually got demoted <laughs> and gave <Yep>. it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my How god! How fucked up is that? Yes, that is. I was also well. I was a waitress at several places, but I when I moved to L.A. And I was totally poor. I had nothing. And I got a job at the House of Blues on the Sunset Strip, which I think is closed now. And you know what? I was I worked in the, like, VIP section inside the venue. And then there was, like, an, another VIP area upstairs. And remember when Phil Spector killed that woman? Yes. I was working there. And oh, she, my God. she was in, like, the other VIP he area. Was the creepiest. <gasps> Ugh. I was so crazy. Um, but so I, it was me and these two other 
girls, and so we we like, oh my god, it's I don't even want to say it on here in case somebody comes and finds me and starts <laughs> asking me to pay them back for things <laughs> that we did. But so one of the girls was like this really tiny little dancer, and the other one was like this really tall, like beautiful redhead. And they were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're like going to cut the backs of our shirts and we're going to roll them up. So we're like really showing our stomachs and then we're going to make more money. But I, my stomachs didn't look like theirs. <laughs> so it was like, I was always like kind of walking, like sucking in like a, you know, like I didn't want to bend over to put anything right, down right. less like a roll happened or it's something. It's so painful to suck it in so long. Oh God, it was terrible. So we were, I worked there and... I had two of the craziest things happen to me. Like, they would have, I mean, this was right on the Sunset Strip, so there'd be, like, all of these. So one time there was, um, oh, God, what is that? What am I trying to say? The one, you know, the you have to do acid and watch it. You know, what am I, what? What movie? Yes. Come on. Somebody. <laughs> you know, it's. Psychedelic? Yes. What am I trying to say? I don't know. What? Okay, it'll come to me and I'll come back to okay. that. But Jimmy Fallon was there. I swear to God, he was so high. But I was like, I love it. <laughs> and then one night, I can't remember who was there, but the only time I've ever kissed a woman, it was Grace Jones. What? And she kissed me. Shut uh-huh. up. And I was Amazing. like, I just kissed a woman. And it was Grace Jones. And it was really scary. She's intense but... looking, too. She's hardcore. Oh. I mean, she fucking kissed me. Yeah. And I was just, yes, like, did. trying to take her, like, a Chardonnay or something. <laughs> Chardonnay. And she was like, you're like, do you still want your Seabreeze, Miss Jones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think, okay. And then that, and then one night at that, it was the most money I, I mean, at the, I think I made $1,000 that night. And at that point in my life, that was, like, I can get so, my electricity oh, turned yeah. back it's on. Oh, yeah. So much money. <laughs> so much money. And it was a Jay-Z show. I don't even, like, know who the hell Jay-Z was. It was so crazy intense. And it was literally just, like, bottles of Cristal everywhere. And I got punched. <gasps> this, like, giant dude, like, walked up to me and, like, punched me. Like, was going for my face, but ended up, like, in my what? clavicle. Yeah. But you know what? I was like, I'm making so much money. We're just going to roll with this. And it's fine. <laughs> so I was like, that hurt really bad i mean there was like grace you take care <laughs> grace that bitch punched me <laughs> and i'm her bitch so um that's such but good that money, was though. also oh i mean that was like uh -huh. that was the same that was another job where i believe i called oh no i think i quit that job by calling in and leaving a message and saying that <laughs> i had died. just been booked on a soap opera <laughs> In New York? Yeah, I'm going on the edge of night. <laughs> I'm sorry, General Hospital has asked for me, of course. And then I never went back there again. So all your jobs ended with a death or an illness? Yeah, except for the time that apparently I was going to be on a soap opera, mm -hmm. which I most right. certainly was not. Did you have that. an illness on a soap opera? Maybe. Um, no, it was just, like, I just really wanted them to, to know that, like, I was super important. And yeah. I don't know why I wasn't, like, yeah, yeah. I just was signed on to the new Jim Jarmusch movie <laughs> or something. Like, something that's something actually... Something highbrow. Right? right. I was like, um, I'm on Young and the Restless. <laughs> I'm going to be in a coma, but still. Yes. I'm getting benefits. 
really gonna get that insurance that I really need because oh I probably you've heard about all my illnesses, but oh, that's so funny. Yeah. One one time I was at um, a, I was dating an editor from People Magazine, and he always took me to these fabulous things. And one party he took me to was for Absolutely Fabulous. Remember oh, that show? It was yes, so funny. Love that show. Do you know what Prison Mike? Don't know. Maybe it's you were in, maybe you're doing hard time at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably. And. We w- it was at the Puck Building, this party. It was um, Vanity Fair and, like, Vuve Clicquot mm-hmm. was, like, so there My was My mom shame. got married at the Puck Building. She did? Mm-hmm. That's a cool place. It's a great place. Yeah. So there's tons of champagne, and we are drinking tons of champagne. And I have to pee, like, every 10 seconds. And every time I go into the bathroom, Naomi Campbell's in there. And every time Doing I... cocaine? No. Oh. Worse. <gasps> No, what's worse? Crystal meth. She's standing there holding court, talking shit about herself. Like, I'm so fat. Oh, and fuck this. Off. Right. But so, not doing drugs. I didn't see her doing drugs. Okay. But so she has like this like group of women, and like, they're they're changing. It's like a revolving group of women around her. She's leaning like against the sinks, and they're all like, "Oh my god, you're so beautiful! You're so beautiful!" And she's like, "Oh, thank you, but I put on so much weight, and my body won't float, and I just..." You know, my she body kept, won't that's float. what she said. I can't swim. My body just won't float. And she was just talking shit about herself, which is so weird. And I was getting so annoyed because literally it was like an hour and a half every time I went in. And I was also getting more buzzed and more buzzed and more buzzed. And then the last time I went into the bathroom, she was talking a, to a new group of women saying she was so ugly. And I remember, I remember this, even though I was so like tingly, I got out of the bathroom and I went, excuse me, can you just do me a quick favor? Can you shut the fuck up, please? Please shut the fuck up. I begged her, I was so polite about it, but I was like, I really need you to shut the fuck. And then my date grabbed me out of the bathroom. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, I can, I did. Yeah, because she needs to shut the fuck up. She's talking shit, she needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's annoying, and I know the diagnosis now for that condition because you told me, when someone talks shit about themselves, that's not true for attention. You said it was sort of like a verbal Munchausen. Yes, that is right. So I'm going to add diagnostics to the long list of things you're good at. I am very good at that, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to people's psychological problems. Mm-hmm. I knew to go to you. Mm-hmm. I know. Yep. Yep. That's only because I've known so many crazy people. Yeah. So she has uh, verbal uh, Munchausen. You mm-hmm. heard it here first, people. Yep. Breaking news. But I begged her very politely to shut the fuck up well, and was, pleaded because she needed to. Yeah, she did. So, but that wasn't a job. Anyway, um, uh, let's see what I got. I got a lot of, I got, a, I got a, a, Stephanie and I again, we're going to Italy in August, right? So this summer we're going, and so we are like, we have to just make money June and July. So we get a job at Chevy's, which is like this 50s themed bar. Do you know it? Yeah. It might've been a chain, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, th- I think we had it in California. Did you? I think so. They make you wear these tiny skirts and like tiny oh. little t-shirts and then once in a while it's like Hawaiian themed and you have to wear a bikini bot top. I never work. made any money that night because I was always like the flattest thing going. And we had to learn dances. We, they had a choreographer who would teach us dances. This sounds like 
every part of my worst nightmare. It, it, it was so freaking funny. We couldn't get through a dance without giggling. We, li- like, in the, in the middle of service, right, and all of a sudden they would give you, like, some sort of signal with lights or something. You'd have to drop whatever you were doing, get on a platform, and then do either, like, it's raining men dance or some sort of, like, moany moany. <laughs> I don't even oh remember. God. It was so god-awful, and we made so much money. It was so good. Just because you guys would get up there and No, laugh. because oh. the bartender liked us, and he wouldn't. He gave us all the drinks for free, and then we got to sell them to our customers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that's, I didn't want to talk about. That's what you were talking about, right? I knew. <laughs> I knew. I'm not going to name his name as Peter, but <laughs> I don't know his last name. Anyway, um, yeah, it was good. You know what? When you are in that position and you have no money, sometimes you just got to take what you can. Oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. I had it. All right. What do you got? I, I'll, I'll wait a second. To, to tell my worst one. Oh, um, let's see. I have, uh, I'm going to save my real big one for the end, but I will tell you. So after I, after I was living in, in Los Angeles and realized that like that career of being an actress was really not only not for me, but like not going to happen. And I met Russ, who, prison Russ, who would be <laughs> parolee <laughs> Russ. And, he like had a real job and lived in San Diego and it was kind of like who's gonna move for, and like obviously I was gonna move because I lived in like a tiny little shithole in I mean just everything so I go down there and I like have I'm like what am I gonna do and I thought I was like I'm I'm gonna open a children's acting studio that's a great idea and so I actually like it kind of was a great idea in theory but it turns out the like execution of that was something that I was like not good at because it, I mean it was a total a failure on every level oh god just so awful but so one of the I had this this class I'm pretty positive I stole this name from somebody <laughs> it was called and I'm pretty positive that I stole it because I'm positive that I never would have been clever enough to come up with Green Eggs and Hamlet. Cute. Very cute. Whoever made that up out there. That was <laughs> it a wasn't a TM, name. was it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would have had the, like, foresight to think of that. So, I think I had, like, eight, ki- and, and by the way, this class had, like, nothing to so do with So you rented Hamlet. a space. I rented a space in La Jolla that was, like, a church area, like, where they'd rent it out to people or whatever. Uh-huh. So I think I had, like, three different classes, and one of them was acting for the camera. I can't even talk about how bad that I just can't even – I can't think of that one because it will start to make my, like, skin itch and I want to break out in hives. Um, but this little class was the only one that was, like, actually kind of okay because the kids were all, like, five years old and they didn't know what the fuck was going on and they just thought it was fun because I had, like, a bag of props and literally all yeah. I did was just sit there and let them, like, run around with just boas. to keep them safe for an hour. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, okay, we're done. Let's go. But there was this one little girl who, you know, immediately when you meet that kid who's 100% a bad C, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, I don't know about this one. And she would kind of, like, sit in the corner and just, like, with these little eyes that just, like, followed everybody. And I would kind of be like, there was this, like, one little girl that I really liked, and I was like, um, you come sit by me. <laughs> you just sit over there. And so, do you remember her name? 
No, thank God, because I I feel like I, her parents would somehow find me and sue me for telling this story. But I was like, okay, we have it's time for a potty break, and it was like there's so little I had to like go with them. So this one little girl, I'm standing there waiting for her to get done. I'm like, oh my God, we're, get out of here. So she comes out of the stall and she comes out like just staring at me, this like tiny little thing. And she goes, I have a secret. <laughs> and I was like, oh God, I don't want to know. And then I was like, okay, tell me. <laughs> and she was like, I still take my mommy's, I can't remember what she called, like not ninnies, but my mommy's juice or something like that and I was like wait what special juice yes she's five and she was like I'm not allowed to tell anybody and I was like wait what first of all gross first of all I talk about you're gonna throw up I mean like you're really gonna I'm about to throw up it's gross and I shouldn't be able to talk about it now well also like she's still nursing and her mom's like don't tell anybody about your special juice right (laughs) it's so creepy so it just creeped me out so much where I was like even more like I don't I need you to stay so far away. And she then, needed to say it, though. She, she needed, needed to say it, but it wasn't, but it didn't, it It was not like this cathartic thing. It was almost like, I am the spawn, and I want to <laughs> infect you with the information <laughs> that I have. And then, was she eyeing your boobs? What was like, did no, she look like she just needed to? It looked like, I guess, obviously, she needed to tell someone this information, and maybe, I don't know, it was so weird. And then, like, a couple classes later, one of the, like, really sweet little girls comes up to me crying, and she was like, she won't stop putting pins in my belly button. So she was taking pin, like, tacks, tacks. off of the boards and the, you know, and she was, like, going up to this little girl, and she was like, give me your belly button. And then she kept putting pins in the kid's belly button. And that was the last time I worked with children. After Did you that, tell I was her like, that you were, had a sickness? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I have a secret, too. <laughs> I'm going to have a jackknife seizure whenever it's gone. <laughs> In about two seconds on your ass. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, God. It was so... That, That's so weird. So... So you just closed shop? You closed shop? What did you do? I mean, I closed shop because, um, <laughs> really... She got really sick. <laughs> um, Someone died. Somebody in my family died. Um, did you send like... I'm picturing you, like, composing, like, a letter. It is with a heavy heart that I have to announce. I can't remember what I did. But also, it this whole thing culminated in, like, um, a performance for the parents that literally was the most <laughs> horrible thing that's ever happened. I was literally standing there. I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> so I think it was kind of like. Like an acting skit or something? Uh, uh-huh. It, I can't. Oh my I really, god! Like I'm actually sweating thinking about this. So it was kind of were one they of those like things. videotaping it? Were they coming? Um, in like... Yeah, everybody was incredibly disappointed, <laughs> and I think it was like just a mutual understanding that like and now and scene, <laughs> and now we're done. We're shutting this shit down. We're shutting this shit down. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Teacher, I've never played that role. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm not good at that at all. All right, I have one fucking crazy story. I'm dying to hear this one. It's so fucked up and so crazy. I'm going to tell it against my better judgment. Here we go. 
I was really broke. This is the scene. I'm like 22, 23. I'm living in the shittiest apartment on the Upper West Side. My only apartment uptown ever. It is dangerous. It is disgusting. And my I have a day job working at an office and my monthly salary covers my rent and like two and a half slices of pizza. I'm like stealing toilet paper from where I work. I'm so broke. So I'm like, I gotta get a night job, right? So I look in the Village Voice and I, I see an ad. And all I remember about the ad is it said, hostess and like dollar, lots of dollar signs. And I was like, oh, I like dollar <laughs> I like signs. Dollar. I, could, I could host. So I call them up and they, you know, <laughs> they have me on the phone for like a little while, but we're just having a conversation. I realized now they probably just wanted to know like, okay, is this person articulate? So unfortunately I was articulate. They said, come in, you know, you can come in like Wednesday night. Um, we're, you know, it's very, you know, it's a, it's a private club, they said, and it's a, it's very upscale though. So, you know, please no jeans, you know, dress nicely. So when I finished college, I got two interview suits, smart skirt suits. <laughs> I went to the interview when I was told it was at a um, this beautiful townhouse on the Upper East Side. This is what I was wearing. Navy pumps, pantyhose, <laughs> a navy skirt, smart cream colored blouse, like a shell, and a navy jacket. Anyway, <laughs> I walk in. I ask for the person. So, oh, let me set the scene. So it's like beautiful. There's like all these little vignettes, like loungy vignettes, you know, club chairs and sofas. And there's a little bar off to the side. And it's really nice. So I ask for the woman. She takes me into her office. The other thing I brought, <laughs> another gift from graduation, in my leather portfolio that when you open it on one side has a pocket for my resume which I handed to her <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other side there's a pad with a, one of those little like you know rings that you could put a mm -hmm. pen through right yep so I we're talking and she tells me this is a very you know exclusive club and you know it's very important to be polite and smile a lot and um, she goes but you understand what you know the job right and I'm like yeah hostess <laughs> and she goes yeah but and I don't honestly now for the rest of the evening there is such a, an inner monologue going on in my head <laughs> that you know when you think so much about something you don't really hear what the person oh, in yeah. front of you is saying it mm -hmm. happens to me all the time but I didn't I remember what I was saying to myself way more than what she was saying to me. But at some point I made a joke to myself like, oh my God, imagine if this is a whorehouse. <laughs> and what if the cops broke in? Would a hostess actually get arrested? <laughs> Surely I wouldn't because I'm just bringing, you know, people to their tables, right? So, but then I dismissed that. She goes, this is what we'll do. You can observe, which... For my <laughs> restaurant days, you know, before they give you a section, you trail a waiter, right? So I'm like, sure, I'll observe. So she's like, okay, let's, you know, I'll take you to meet the other girls. So as we're walking down the hall, she says to me, oh, by the way, do you have any scars on your body? What? 
now I'm like, no. She's like, okay, great. But before I can even register anything, she takes me into another room where there are about seven to eight women, young women, in, neg in negligees. So now I'm like, holy fuck, this is a fucking whorehouse. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh my God. Again, what if the cops come in? I obviously have to get out of here. But really what's going through my mind more than anything is like, I can't just leave. What if they think I like disapprove or like I, you know, what if they mm -hmm. think that I like so freaked out and nervous and I find the whole thing so unseemly that I'm going to tell the police. Like I'm like at the very least they have to beat the shit out of me <laughs> and scare me to death. So I don't tell anyone. So I'm sitting in a room with all these girls that are pr practically naked. I'm in my interview suit. I'm clutching my leather portfolio to my chest so hard because I'm so scared. And in my, they're all talking and in my mind, all I'm thinking is, okay, I have to just act like a team player. Like, <laughs> this is great, this is cool. Like I have to just get out of it in a way that doesn't make, ring any bells, like set any alarms off, right? So, but I still think I'm gonna be, you know, seating people at some point, right? So until the woman who brought me in there, she goes, she goes, comes in and she says to one of the girls, oh, your seven o'clock is here. And that's when I realized they're all hostesses. Oh my God, you were gonna have to wear a negligee? Mm -hmm. Well. With scars on the body. Yeah. Oh, now. I get so scar. now I'm like, wait, why? She's a call girl and I'm still sitting in the room with other call girls. I think we're all hostesses. And now I'm, freaking out oh so you okay so you're not a you're a hostess but with the hostess. With the i'm freaking now and like i want to run out because i'm like about to i feel i'm going back and forth in my mind between like sobbing and cracking up because i'm so nervous you know when you get that nervous nervous church giggles mm -hmm. okay so i i'm just trying to again play a cool like you know <laughs> So nonchalant, like this is. I cool. always hang right. out with whatever. Whatever, I deal drugs. <laughs> I kill people. Like I'm cool. I'm street. What you got? You know. So I am like, I just have to make sure I don't seem like I'm panicking. Woman comes back in and she goes to this very sweet young woman in a negligee. I'm gonna. I don't remember her name, but I think it'd be funny to call her Boom Boom. So that's what I'm gonna call her. <laughs> okay. She goes, boom, boom, why don't you take Pam? I gave my real name. What is like, <laughs> what the fuck? So she goes, why don't you take Pam up to like room number three? So I walk up the stairs with boom, boom. And she goes, have you ever done this before? And I go, no. And I'm freaking out. I said, I'm freaking out right now. Cause I realized I could, she wasn't going to have me killed. Right. And she goes, oh, no, don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. You're just going to watch. And now I'm like, oh my God. And I can't run because I'm terrified. I'm so sure they're going to kill me or beat the crap out of me because I'm going to tell someone. And so she takes me up to this room. She's like, it's totally fine. Don't worry. She's like, it'll be over so quickly. She takes me into this room. It's like, if you were in a bed and breakfast, you'd be like, oh my God, I love this place. Okay. Big bed. There's a bench by the window on one side. So I'm like four feet from the edge of the bed where like if you were just lying straight, your feet would be. Mm -hmm. And I'm crazy like sweating and freaked out and 
I don't know what you, where to even put my eyes. So I'm just like, is the man already in he's there? He's not in there. And then because I grew up in New York City, so I'm like, what if he's one of my friend's fathers? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I was like, thought of you. Holy really? shit. Oh, and yeah. now, now I kind of want the police to bust in <laughs> to get me out of this because I feel like getting arrested is the least of my problems oh, right yeah. now because I'm terrified. I know somewhere in the back of my mind that I don't, there's no, there's not going to be any pressure to do anything physical, but I have to, I'm like, am I actually going to watch two people get it on? I'm f terrified. So the man comes in from through another door, doesn't even give me a second look or second thought. He's been there before because he knows exactly what to do. He's got a towel around his waist. He's sits on the edge of the bed like by like the nightstand and he just like lies back so his feet are still like on the floor boom boom looks at me she opens the drawer of the nightstand she takes out like a little light and she looks at me and she goes first thing we do is inspect them to make sure everything's okay no like i'm her lab partner that's no. like it was like uh -uh. it was like a tutorial and you know what i did instead of watching her inspect him I opened my portfolio <laughs> and I took notes. <laughs> I took fucking notes. Like I was like, I nodded vigorously, like got it. You know, you do like, like when you want to show your professor, yeah. right? You want to show your professor, you understand. I nodded vigorously and I wrote one inspect with light. And I'm like beyond freaking out, right? So. And I'm like, okay, this is good though, because I could look down and pretend I'm writing rather than look up. So next thing I know, I, I could kind of hear them on the bed, but I don't look. And then I glance up for a minute to see if it's done. I could see her. She was looking at me over his shoulder. <laughs> oh, he can't see. This is what Boom Boom does. She looks at me. <laughs> she holds up her middle finger, points, <laughs> points to him in the back of his head, and then makes like the most juvenile face like, <laughs> like what a dork because she was probably still in high school by the way oh and, my god and oh you know what god. I do because I'm so nervous I give her the thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> and a huge smile like dork <laughs> right and literally like 98 seconds later it's over oh my god I couldn't wait to get out of there so we go back down to the room <laughs> the woman comes in, she gives Boom Boom like a stack of bills and me a hundred dollars, which is more money than cash, right? So yeah. that's like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> wait, maybe wait, I can be. Oh, no, I took, I took good notes. <laughs> right, I can remember this. Right. <laughs> I got the inspect part. So I now this is where I'm like, okay, here's my chance. I go, can I talk to you for a second? And I go, God, Boom Boom, Boom Boom's so good at what she does, and. Like, I, my hat goes off to her. I just, I don't think I'd be good at it. And I wish, I wish I could because this seems like a great place to work. <laughs> and she's like, no, I get it. Why don't you, you know, take the weekend and let me know. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is my, this is my chance. So I walk out and now I'm like, someone's definitely fucking following me. So I walk like, you know, very circuitous route to the subway and turn around frequently. And then when I'm sure I'm not being followed, 
I go to put my Metro card in to go on the subway. I'm out of fucking money. I don't have any money. I'm wearing Navy fucking pumps. I have to walk like 35 blocks in my Navy pumps. And I'm like, fucking Boom Boom is driving a Bentley. You know she is. And oh, I... You can't even I get I can't even get home because I can't break the hundred. Right? The woman at the Metro... And she's not going to take my hundred. She like right. laughed at me when I tried. And then so I just walked home and I got some sushi. And I called my friend and said, you are not going to fucking believe what just happened to me. I am going to spend the rest of the night wow. thinking about this hooker giving the guy the And making that dork face. That face. It was insane. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right? I know. So the inspection went well, I guess? I guess. <laughs> he was oh. disgusting, by the way. I was, it was the grossest thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was insane. I was terrified. That is a great story. Thank that you. Is and then, I, but I left my resume there with my address, of course. So now I was like terrified. Well, so they had boom boom and a yeah. bunch of other boom booms. I don't think that they boom boom room. Yeah. So that was my. That was so you know I added to my resume internship at a whorehouse because it was like that's a, good. It was like a quick quick apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's my story. What that's you got? A good one. Um, I'll make mine fast, but this one was, this is also, I was living in New York. I had moved to New York, and I had done an intern, no, not internship, um, what do you call it, a temp. And I, so I went to a temp agency, and they were like, you ha- basically have no skills, but you can go work at Calvin Klein. <laughs> and <laughs> so I did. He takes all the girls with no skills. Yeah, and I hated it. So my aunt was like, my aunt who sells, like, famous people's paraphernalia. You know, like, you know, sign guitars. Yeah, and, well, yeah, all that kind of stuff. She was like, "Oh, I've got a friend who's a psychic, and he has a, a cable access show, and he's really great, and he's looking for someone to edit his book." And I was like, "Okay, as Pam knows, <laughs> an editor, I am not an editor. I need for like even the most base email because I cannot. Everything is misspelled or mispunctuated. But I was poor, and I was like." Yeah, I totally am qualified for that. Totally. And she's like, great. So I get in touch with him. His name is, because he's actually still around. I looked him up recently. Beyond Fury. B-I-O-N-D Fury. What? Yep. So he had me meet him at this little, we only met at this one little restaurant up on the Upper West Side. And I would meet him there. And so the first time I meet him, he tells me that I'm Marilyn Monroe reincarnated. And I was like, naturally. Yeah, I was like, look, buddy, I will take that. But we <laughs> both know that's not true. Was he like, you're no editor? I can tell already. No, apparently the psychic skills di- were not great. So he, he, <laughs> he, I'm surprise. Just, yeah. So he proceeds to tell me that he wants to give me his manuscript to start editing. And he, I, I guess a big part of his thing was that he um, is really connected to John Lennon. Like, John Lennon speaks to him. And so the whole book was about riding around in the sky in a white limousine with John Lennon. And I think it was like... Screaming bestseller. <laughs> I think it was like an autobiography. I mean, this was not like fiction. This was, this was his, like, 
life story. When you were talking about dropping acid before, were you thinking about the movie version of this book? Pretty much. <laughs> um, so, damn it, I just tried to remember what that oh, was. Oh, sorry. Again. God. Okay, so he gives me this manuscript, and I'm literally like looking at it, and I'm like, I don't even, I mean, it is so completely insane. But, um, he, you know, I, I would meet with him, and I'd be like, oh, it's going great. And he was paying me, like, a lot of money. And so I'm, like, rewriting and basically, like, making up a whole new thing for him. So then at some point, he kind of, like, went missing, and he didn't, like, understand the whole, if he calls me from his cell phone, or no, if he calls me from his home phone, it would show up on my cell phone that he's at home, and he's not in Germany where he's saying that he is, and that's why he can't pay me and all this stuff. So he, right now, right. So he owed me like five thousand dollars, which to me at the time, like that was like it's huge, huge. So finally, he was like, "Fine, I'll meet you at the cafe and I'll give you your money." And I was like, "Okay, buddy." So I go to my sister Chelsea. I'm like, "You're coming with me for backup," and she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so we get there. But it turns out he brought back up, too, and he brought a voodoo priestess. And I get there, and I was like, fuck. Was it Grace Jones? It was not Grace Jones. This woman was, like, almost scarier. So, like, Chelsea and I go to the table and sit down, and I was like, hi. And she was like, I'm I'm the voodoo priestess. And I was like, okay, nice to meet you. I'm Hannah. I just want my money. (laughs) And I don't really remember what exactly happened, but it in her standing <laughs> Chelsea and I like running from the restaurant and her screaming this was like a nice place and screaming at me about the hex that she was putting on me and so yeah she put a voodoo hex on me and you know what it's, I've never gotten it lifted so every time <laughs> something happens I'm like god damn that voodoo priestess did you get the, your money? no no I didn't get the money, and I got a hex put on me. So I, I that one, I kind of got fired, I think. <laughs> You're like, I don't even need to say that someone I, died. No. Oh, my so. God, that's awful. Was Grace Jones a good kisser? Um. Well, it was the only woman I've ever kissed, but I think so. It was a little unexpected, but it was kind <laughs> of nice, I guess. A little unexpected. It was a little? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't planning to make out with Grace Jones that evening, but... I, I did, did. nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> that is, if you said guess who I made out with, it's a female. You'd so never you, think heard of Grace her Jones in a million I years. I would not think I was Grace Jones's type, but I I'm kind of happy that I. <laughs> I mean, I feel like yeah, it's a like, rite of passage. Yeah, damn you! I know. Um, <laughs> all right, we're getting. I think we, Prison Mike needs to have some dinner. No, I'm good. And yeah, I'm good. All right, you gave me the, the 60s. I didn't know how few you were paying okay. attention or not. I just, well, I, I don't. We can go as long as we want. I'm good. My quick stint in whorehouses, I don't know if I could top that. No, you got to end on that one. Yeah, that's right. Go yeah. on the high note. That was a good one. That's a, good that's one. a great one. I just love the image of Pam and her l- smart little suit. <laughs> Leaning in to take better nodding. In her. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Always inspect. Very important. Yes. <laughs> gross. Was it like a black light? I don't know. Oh, I just, and also, you'd think I that they would have somebody else to like do that. I know. And he was just lying there like like a slab, you know, like 
in a laugh. It was like, it was so like tutorial. It was so weird. Ugh, gross. Yeah. It was so weird. Fucking boom, boom. I assume that you've never been to one of those places. Oh. <laughs> I've never been inspected. <laughs> Definitely you've not. You've never told us what you did time for, though. Okay, so this whole prison thing. <laughs> I'm nervous people are going to actually think I was in prison. <laughs> I told you you was nervous. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It's a good nickname, it's I think. It's a good edge. You could use it. It's a good edge, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well... Thank you so much for being here with us. It was so fun. It was so fun. I giggled Thank you so, so much. much. I for have to me. like email all of the teachers from Curry Ingram to tell oh, them not God. to listen. <laughs> I like no, we'll and I don't let Tess and oh, my no. children. No, I'm never gonna let them no, know no, any no. of this. I don't know how to stop Tess, but she this can't is, listen. This, this, uh, this was That's a good it. one, you guys. I wouldn't keep everybody away from me. Well, the children, Mike. Yes. They're We're talking about masturbation, and I'm making out with Grace Jones, and she's There's taking notes on <laughs> piano <laughs> inspections. I mean, it's not for all ears. Uh, oh. It's not that bad. We all did right. talk about I Love Lucy. Oh yeah, that was very. Does that tame. do you use that all the time as a as a reference? Like, whenever someone is like a swarmy salesman, I always I don't, I don't think Rosemary has seen the episode because she just kind of gives me this vacant nod. But she, I always think of that. Um, Vacuum salesman, remember mm-hmm. when he throws the dirt bomb on our carpet? Yep, I love that one. It was yeah, so funny. I, every every single one of them. I love so all good. Of them. Yeah. Do you ever listen to the podcast History Chicks? No. It's actually, it's I actually really like it, and it's something that kids and I listen to together because it's totally tame and it's diff- different women through history. And they did one on her that was a two part series, and there was so much about her life that I didn't know about. Really? Yeah, but that one, that's a good driving around with Tess thing, To Desi loved her so much. He oh my god, couldn't. I know, it was so sweet. She was so stunning, too. Oh, so stunning. Um, the Conan O'Brien, Conan Needs a Friend podcast is really good. It is? Okay. Yeah, it's I'll really, really that. good. All Howard right. Stern is actually super, like, honest and out there with, you know, his depression and seeing you know and therapy it's he's it's a, just a really honest frank long conversation it's great okay yeah. he was on howard stern was on fresh air and was i mean it was really amazing to have terry gross interviewing howard stern and yeah. he was really honest and yeah i actually didn't hate him no me either i actually want to buy his book yeah um all right but thank you you'll have to come back soon i will come back is this the end this might be it I loved having you here. It was so I fun. loved being here. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye.